first episode. It's so exciting to finally bring this podcast into existence. It's been a long time. I've had this kind of on my mind for a while. And to be able to share this work with you just really means the world to me. So thank you for listening and just being a part of this journey. I want to give you a little bit of background today about myself and my intentions with this podcast and just give you a little bit of understanding about what's happening here on Art Witch. I am a sound ritualist. I'm a listening educator. I'm a percussionist. I'm a tarot reader and I am a witch and I guess probably primarily an art witch. I love that term so much because it just gives me a little bit of a smile. You know, being a witch already is pretty flippin' awesome. (laughs) Connecting to magic and really being intentional about how we move through the world and what we create. And then to kind of cap that off with art, it's a perfect marriage. It's a perfect partnership of magic and creativity. So that's really what we're exploring on this podcast. I have explored creativity from a lot of different perspectives in my lifetime and probably lifetimes if if I'm really being frank here. (laughs) But I've tried all sorts of jobs. I've tried all sorts of healing modalities to support my creativity and my authentic expression. And I have kind of just been in community for a very long time with a wide variety of magical, artistic folks. So this podcast is meant to be a really comprehensive, all-encompassing, holistic resource for those who are walking the creative, mystical path. And I want to emphasize that it's really about being able to make your art and to feel well in making your art. So what you can expect on this podcast is some lunar readings around creativity because obviously I'm a tarot reader, so I'm going to definitely go there. And we'll be talking about different topics that 
are kind of the myths about creativity and just different things that kind of block our our creativity and, and our art from being made. And we're also going to be hearing from a wide variety of art witches about their artistic journeys, their magical journeys, how those have kind of intertwined and just learning about all the different ways that you can make art and make magic in the world. And finally, we're really going to get into kind of some practical stuff here. I'm really excited about some of the upcoming amazing uh, experts in different fields who are going to be joining me on this podcast to talk about some of the practical aspects of making art, anything from copyright to taxes to navigating uh, art industry and different aspects of uh, sharing your art within a capitalist colonial society. So there's a lot that we're really going to get into and I'm going to try my best to organize all that (laughs) by labeling the different segments, but I also really want to keep this podcast open as the spirit of magic and the spirit of creativity uh, requires uh, a certain sacrifice of control and a certain willingness to step into the unknown. And this podcast... I think we'll bring a lot of medicine with that kind of openness of heart and openness of mind. It's been challenging to not peg it down and not really try to compartmentalize and say, here's this thing and here's that thing. But ultimately, I think this podcast is going to determine where it wants to go and how it wants to go. And that's very, very exciting. With that said, I want to share a little bit, I guess, about myself and what I'm in particular bringing and my position in this conversation about magic and art. So I mentioned earlier that I'm a sound ritualist. I primarily work in the medium of sound art and ritual and ritual performance. And I combine the two along with my work uh, channeling to create art experiences that are connective and healing. This is not something I have been doing my whole life. (laughs) I want to be real clear here. I come from, from a place where I've really had to work quite hard to stand tall and stand clearly in the truth of what I make and and how I make it and it's and I'm still evolving on that path I feel like my role in this podcast is more as a facilitator of connection and a facilitator of learning there are definitely some deep deep uh, explorations that I'll be sharing with you and a wide variety of topics, but I am by no means 
someone who has all the answers or that is going to be able to just fix things. <laughs> and I think if you come to this topic, if you come to creative uh, empowerment and and just healing in general with that kind of uh, fluidity, it will surprise you what can come out of that, the magic that can that can uh, unfold. So I make art mostly in sound and I'm also a, I formed a nonprofit and I co-direct that nonprofit with my partner and it's all about arts education and we support students in being able to have a long and healthy, sustainable relationship with art And I do a lot of teacher training around decolonizing music education and exploring ways in which capitalism and colonialism and academic imperialism really impact uh, a child's ability to access expression and creativity. So I work a lot with children, though I work with adults as well. And my tarot reading is specifically about creativity and career. I often read for a lot of artists and help them kind of find their way back to their sense of truth on projects, on path work in their career, in any kind of blockages or struggles that might be happening. I guess I've heard this term used before. I don't know exactly if this would would be the right term, but it feels a little bit applicable, like a creative doula of sorts. I definitely think that the tarot is a really, really powerful tool for alignment and coming back to your sense of truth and, and finding what what's right for you in that moment. So I'll be using tarot a lot on this show to explore different blockages, explore different topics of creative healing, and also to channel some messages uh, for the new moon. So this brings me to kind of how this show is going to flow. (laughs) I've got my sun sign in Cancer and I'm all about the flow, the watery flow. I create and plan most of my work around the lunar calendar. And I've been doing it for several years now and have been really, really happy with living by the moon and all its lunations. So this podcast is really going to flow around the moon and the monthly energies, instead of kind of getting into a monthly reading where we're, you know, October 1st and we have our monthly reading, it's going to be whenever the new moon is. That's when you can kind of set your hat on that and just say, oh yeah, okay, we're coming back to the new moon. Great. (laughs) There's going to be an Art Witch podcast definitely out on that day. (laughs) So in terms of the timing of whether or not this is going to be weekly or bi-weekly or monthly or whatever, 
I actually don't know yet. I want to leave it open um, in the spirit of art witchery. <laughs> I think listening to what the podcast wants and listening to spirit and just connecting to intuition will kind of give me a little, little bit more information as we get going. But for now, new moons are definitely a time when we'll be releasing uh, new episodes. So with that said, let's get into the new moon medicine. <laughs> so I usually do, if you've ever followed my newsletter, some of you who are listening to this may be newsletter subscribers on soundartmagic.com. That is my website and it's also my Instagram handle, soundartmagic. You can find me there. But I tend to give readings on the new moon. And I was mentioning earlier how I plan my creative projects and my work around the lunar phases. So new moons are these invitations. They're these opportunities. There's also a, a sense of, of promise What's the promise that we are making to ourselves over this lunar cycle? What are some of the things that we want to plant, the seeds that we would like to plant during these new moons? I really love working with the moon as, as my guide for planning my work because it feels really balanced. I was kind of reflecting on this in the car ride over and I was thinking, why is it that I love working with the moon so much? And I realized that when I was working more on the Gregorian calendar, which is like September, October, November, December, it just felt like an endless race that I was always chasing something and always reaching for something. And when I got to that something or achieved, you know, whatever it was I set out to achieve by whatever date I set out, there was always something else, like a carrot being dangled just out of reach. So I was just constantly reaching in this way. And after a lifetime, I guess, of really kind of working that way, I got really, really burnt out and just couldn't handle it anymore. There were so many reasons why, but I think the, the biggest one was that there just never seemed to be a balance to that reaching. There was never a sense of, okay, you get to rest now. You get to find some peace now. You get to uh, honor and celebrate what's happened it was just like, what's the next thing? What's the next, you know, uh, obstacle to tackle and to triumph over? And my body and my spirit and my heart just like really couldn't take that anymore. And it, it really wasn't conducive to me being creative, actually. I now kind of look back and recognize how that kind of approach it kind of put my creativity in a in a, a pacing and uh, a rigidity that 
really didn't work for me. It just didn't work at all. And, you know, like, I do have goals. <laughs> I'm, I'm like laughing. I'm like, I have goals. <laughs> but, you know, I do have goals. And I do set dates. And I have, you know, times when I'm going to, here's my workshop. Here's my ritual. You know, here's when you where you can sign up. All that stuff. Yes. Yes, I have those dates. I have those things. But what I also have that I didn't have when I was kind of following a more linear progression on the Gregorian calendar was I have natural dips and curves and spaces that are held for me to be all the different ways that I am as a creatrix. And so back to that kind of intention with Art Witch, this holistic resource for our authentic expression, our creativity. Part of being holistic is recognizing there's a whole lot of you. (laughs) And I realized there's a whole lot of myself. And so I had to kind of honor the phases, the natural phases that occur when bringing art into the world. There's the planting of the seeds at the new moon. There's the setting things up and preparing things for, for growth, for possibility in the crescent moon, you know, in the, in the waxing crescents at the first quarter, there's engagement and activation and really moving and honing in on what it is that you're, you're trying to bring and, and also kind of parsing out what is not part of that growth, you know, kind of weeding a little bit, even while growing And then at that full moon, that sense of embodiment and full expression and harvest. And then kind of following the natural curve down into caring for the self. Where the waxing phase is really the externalization of your creativity and of the creative cycle of the art making cycle, the waning side of the moon cycle is actually a journey towards self-care and replenishing your energy and integrating and just kind of letting yourself absorb the nutrients and the gifts and the lessons. So in the, the waning phase, we have say waning gibbous it's like you're starting to ride that high down a little bit and kind of soften a little bit more and start to kind of wrap up a little bit with whatever you've been doing maybe at the last quarter moon you're at a point where you are uh, really disengaging with whatever project or thing you were creating maybe you're starting to even really reflect 
and get into a space of saying, oh, yeah, you know, I really noticed this worked and I'm really glad. And maybe you even take time at that moment in that last quarter moon to really honor how much you showed up in that in that artwork, how much you've grown. And then kind of following that arc into the waning crescents and really fully, fully releasing yourself, that which has happened, be a thing that kind of exists where it, where it was and kind of letting your energy fully come back to yourself, taking very good care of you, maybe saying, okay, I'm, I really recognize that this is like not how I want to do it again. That's often what happens to me in the waning half of the creative cycle is, okay, this is not how I want to do that again. And, and kind of recognizing that maybe when I'm taking stock, I kind of over depleted myself. And then in that dark moon phase, which is probably, if I had to be real, it's like, it's probably a tie between the dark moon and the crescent. <laughs> um, oh, but the full moon's so good too. Anyway, <laughs> there's no favorites in a non-hierarchical spiralic <laughs> experience. Um, but in that kind of dark moon phase where we meet the void, where we are in and still, that is so, so potent. As a sound ritualist, as someone who works heavily in sound, one of the things that I tell my students and and people that I work with is that silence is what makes sound possible. It's, it is like, you know, the negative, it's the, it's like the, um, the negative space or the shadows in a portrait or something. It's what gives depth and dimension and really contrast to our experiences. So having the stillness and having the silence, having the hermetitude, (laughs) so to speak, is really, really powerful. And I find that that's a, a, a totally missing component in the linear uh, ladder climbing progression of the Gregorian calendar. So that's just a little bit of how I kind of connect to the creative cycle and how I work with the moon to kind of re I guess re-anchor to find a sense of bearing in my work and and how I plan and how things unfold that's not to say that every project unfolds in a moon cycle and it's not to say that everything fits so perfectly within that flow but what it does bring is a difference of approach at each moon phase. And it kind of covers a lot more bases than just kind of 
trying to achieve constantly, trying to externally activate constantly. So interestingly enough, I pulled some cards for what is it that this episode, this very first episode would talk about. And the cards that I pulled were the Four of Cups, the Ten of Wands, and the Empress. So at this new moon, I think it would be a really lovely invitation to explore how how your rhythms, how your creative rhythms unfold. <clears throat> Do you plan by the moon? Do you plan by the month? Are you more of a weekly person? how do you feel about that? <laughs> and how has that been supportive or maybe need some reworking or something in between to just start to connect with your sense of rhythm. Of course, I'm a percussionist, so I'm going to definitely talk about rhythm throughout this podcast over and over and over again. But the Four of Cups, for me, is kind of a, a, a moment of grace, a moment of respite, a moment of um, pausing a little bit. It's like a sacred pause to me. Fours are a little bit of a pause for me in the tarot. And I think this is a good moment, especially with how the year has unfolded. We in the last six months have experienced tremendous shifts and really, really have been kind of navigating. And a lot of people I know have been working very, very hard, especially artists, despite the fact that our industries have been totally uh, turned over. There's this tendency to kind of work harder and harder and harder, which is very understandable. I want you to know that I really, I stand beside you and I really, I really want to just acknowledge how that drive to continuously strive is, is real. However, the message in this new moon with the four of cups is saying, let's take a breather. <laughs> let's take a little bit of a breather here. We've got a new moon in Libra. So that really is a rebalancing moment. It's a moment of refinement and just kind of saying, okay, let me just take a, a breath here. Because we are going to be in for quite a bit more stuff in the year. But as so many artists in, in our society are either self-employed or freelance or are just generally autonomous in how they create their workflow, we get to decide how that flow happens. Traditionally in the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, you'll see a figure in the Four of Cups sitting underneath a tree with their arms folded, uh, 
there are three cups beside them and then there is this divine hand with a chalice <laughs> and it's and the figure is like not reaching for the cup they're not reaching for that chalice this is kind of a moment where we get to say what's that flow for us do you need to take on more at this moment or can you give yourself just a little bit of buffer space would it serve you to take a breather and to just say okay I've been through a lot I've done a lot I've worked really hard thank you and that thank you being directed towards center towards yourself the kind of challenging force to this new moon invitation the challenging force to this four of cups is the ten of wands in reverse so this is a really really far-reaching energy that can be putting a lot uh, it's like putting the cart before the horse yes there's going to be a lot of stuff you're going to have to do Yes, there might be um, some really big changes and big projects on the horizon and just kind of like another mountain, so to speak, to climb. But the mind doesn't have to climb that mountain all the time. So the Ten of Wands, like, can we be present in this moment? And in this moment, we don't need to be climbing that mountain and taking on the burden of climbing that mountain just yet. Instead, maybe saying, okay, here's my breather. Here's my pause. Here's the grace of the moment that I'm being gifted a moment to breathe for a sec. And before taking on the worries and the concerns and and the extra stuff that goes with embarking on a new project or journey just just maybe not <laughs> just maybe not <laughs> so the card that came through that's going to help support us in kind of taking this breath, taking this pause in the Four of Cups is the Empress. And this is so perfect because the Empress is this figure that, you know, kind of it's soft power, right? There's an energy of of self-care and self-love and and being so firm in that knowledge that taking care of oneself and enjoying life is a is a foundational aspect to creativity it's a foundational aspect to bringing beauty and and wonder to the world and the empress does not, you know, curse curse the body when the body, 
you know, needs rest or gets angry when, when you want to just have a good time and relax or no, it's actually this, the celebration of life is really a key part of the creative power of the empress and the inspiration and in the wild uh, fire that exists within the empress. Knowing that these natural rhythms and these natural phases of how we intuit what what we need when we need things actually yields quite a bit more. I think of the phrase, um, you can catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. A, a good friend told me that once, and I just thought that was so perfect. I feel that way about the empress at this moment. That instead of kind of trying to meet something head on and and plan it out or really get, you know, really activate and externalize, how can you receive and replenish and re-energize through the Empress? And taking that pause, taking that breath, letting yourself determine that flow in this moment at this new moon is going to be a really, really wonderful way to work with the lunar energy and your creativity. So that's the reading for this new moon. Um, obviously, we hit upon a lot of topics today. <laughs> and not every episode will be as long as this one. But I'm very, very thankful for you all being a part of this journey. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe and to also go ahead and rate the, um, leave a little review and a rating in iTunes or wherever you find this podcast, because this is exactly how other people will be able to access these resources. And it would be really beautiful to be able to see this work kind of just support so many other people in making art that is just really the dream of Art Witch. <laughs> so I am really, really thankful to be able to share this work with you and to facilitate other people sharing their work with you in the coming episodes. So please stick around and I hope you have a wonderful lunar cycle. If you enjoyed today's episode of Art Witch, please consider subscribing or writing a review. Each and every little bit helps spread the word to more